Movies. You think Snyder can save you? Think again. Merry Christmas. What Merry the heck is going John? on? What Mary? What are we? Where are I, we? You ain't driving, are you? I steer a little bit the reindeer to my sword. <laughs> this is my fourth year, Descender. How about you? I started the whole damn thing. It's Christmas! We decided that you could have one gift. Early. What is it? That is a direct hop on Santa Claus himself. I can talk to Santa. All right, Gremlers. Welcome to your worst Christmas ever. Let's go! I don't want any trouble, okay? Someone's gonna scooch up that chimney. Who is he? This is not your typical mall, Santa. Santa, are you there? Daddy said you were very busy tonight. My little tricky button. Are you gonna help us, Santa? You're my nicest. Santa Claus is coming to town. Time for some season's beatings. Who the hell are you? Boss, what if he really is the real? No such thing as Santa. These bad men, they're all my naughty list. Naughty. That's naughty! And what do you do to the naughty ones? I give them a lump of coal. Which one of you did that, Prancer? So unprofessional. Well, hi, John. Hi. Yeah. What? Uh, what? What's going on? Why are we here watching? Why did we just watch a really violent movie? Uh, because it's Christmas, and I thought that this would get us in the Christmas spirit. Well, I mean, I and it did. Wrong. Did it? Did it not? I, he, it, no, I would agree. I feel I very feel a confused sort of jolly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's yes. not a, it's not a, like, Miracle on 34th Street, I wouldn't say. I have a problem with this movie right out of the gate. Okay. Which is that it's called Violent Night. Yeah. And that name will never stick with me because I will always try and think of what the pun is on Silent Night, and I would never come up with violent because i don't say violent like silent. violent or silent silent which i understand the singing thing is violent night silent night oh. fine and they do it in the movie great i think john leguizamo does it <laughs> i totally missed it uh, um but i'm just saying yeah i mean it, it really bugs me actually i mean can you think what would be another Christmas. Well, you pun. couldn't. You can't just slot in something too silent. I don't think. Oh no! I was just meaning something else instead of silent night. Well, like, there's already been a few films with. I think Santa's sleigh. Oh yeah, yeah sleigh yeah. is the obvious one. And so I think maybe Violent Night was like third or fourth on the list. Mm-hmm. Here comes Santa. Brain deer. You could do something with brain deer. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like brain deer. Yeah. I actually think this movie would have been better served had it not like worn the violence on its sleeve Mm. like i would have i would have enjoyed just thinking this is a strange comedy like santa comedy and then allowing it to become one of the most violent yeah (laughs) Yeah. uh well okay let's before we get too far in what what are your favorite christmas movies that are not Violent? Like you wouldn't traditionally think of oh. as Christmas movie and don't say the diehard thing. Um, you mm. know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, f- for me, there is uh, I, like I would put this in that category, you know, like most people are not like it's Christmas time, probably five right. years from now going, it's time to gather around and watch Violent Night. Violent Night. Um, <laughs> uh, I really like this UK movie called The Children, which takes place at christmas time and there's like a weird uh disease killer 
oh. uh, children thing that happens while the kids are all outside playing. Very fun. <laughs> uh, and maybe I would throw Hudsucker Proxy in there. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh. I don't, I would have had to, I would have to think hard about that. I mean, Home Alone is my favorite Christmas movie, sure. but it Which, is a, it is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie, movie but I don't think, it, I think in the same way that it, it is like, like actually adjacent to like, like a Die Hard. Mm-hmm. It is like Christmas is not the main thrust, although it is a main theme, but it, like, like watching, um, grown men step on nails is more of the main thrust of home alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, for me, my, I think the fits into yours is kiss, kiss, bang, bang, um, happens oh. all around Christmas. Does it? But all, of, so it's a Shane black thing. Actually, all of Shane, Shane, black, I heard an interview with him. This we talked is about the thing that, yeah, yeah. He, he writes every one of his movies takes place. Oh, not ever. Almost every one of his movies takes place at Christmas because, uh, he said like, uh, like Christmas has emotional weight just inherently. And he's like, I can like basically add emotional weight to whatever I'm working on by setting it at Christmas. Like it just adds a level of intensity that wouldn't have been there, which is like a little, it seems hacky except Uh that it kind of works. (laughs) Sure. I think it's a cool device to use, especially as just like, no, no, it just also happens to be Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Is while you were sleeping, does that have Christmas? There's a family gathering. Yeah, are they at Christmas? Gosh. Yeah, I haven't I seen while you're sleeping, sleeping for a minute. Hot tub time machine? <laughs> Done. That's your favorite? Is that a Christmas? I feel like I've never actually a- seen the hot tub time machine movies. <laughs> <laughs> Gone through the hot tub time machine verse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, do we want to get into this thing? Let's get yes. into it. Uh, directed by Tommy Warcola. I don't know who that is. Uh, he directed Dead Snow the um uh, the, nazi zombie movie and then Han- fucking fantastic and hustle and gretel va- or, right yes okay uh, what is it monster killers so monster this is his like thing that? yeah 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 <clears throat> take a theme make it extra violent and weird okay. but like make the theme completely implausible and strange in the first place right and then dump violence on top of it like it, it almost takes like folklore type things apparently sure yeah uh and uh tremendous uh cast here kind of an amazing one pretty wild (laughs) um david harbour i love david harbour santa claus um uh john leguizamo as aforementioned scrooge yeah (laughs) (laughs) um one of the super mario brothers himself yeah uh alex hassel uh playing jason lightstone (laughs) Um, who I am only recently actually familiar with from um, Macbeth, the Coen brothers, Macbeth. Oh my God. He was in the Coen brothers. Yeah. yeah. It took me a really long time while watching this. I was like, he was not just a great actor. Uh, no, but (laughs) he's tremendous in the, in the Macbeth movie. Like great. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. We're talking about the black and white one. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't Mm -hmm. seen it. Yeah. Uh, we have, um, his, uh, partner or, soon to be ex part or I don't they're like maybe separated I, it was I think so uh, separated yeah yeah uh, Linda who is played by Alexis Louder uh, we have uh, Edie Patterson playing Alva Lightstone uh, and uh, her boyfriend <laughs> Morgan Steele is the character made my, that like I wouldn't say made the movie but I very massive highlight for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Leah Brady plays, uh, Trudy and, uh, Beverly D'Angelo, uh, plays Gertrude, that, the, which I did not see coming. Yeah. Um, you know, vacation movies, yeah. fame, uh, and we start on Christmas Eve and yes. Santa's in a bar. Yes. In England. Yes. We get the, like immediate immersion in bad Santa territory, um, which does this movie aside from the ultra violence, uh, find a way to not pigeonhole itself in that bad Santa verse. Mm. Because I kept on thinking about it. Yeah. I think that, I think you're kind of like locked into it pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Cause like I will say for one of the things that I did not expect was like the depth in the lore Sure. Like, and, but I, or I should say, I expected depth in the lore. What I didn't expect was there to be, um, Santa to be like, not super powered. 
Like I, I, I was expecting to, I see. to him to be like, you know, like super strong, sure. invincible or something. But like, it seemed like they were pitching it as if he was just as, and the things that he can do are magic that he d- is not in control of right. or even aware of how it works. Right. The Santa magic, he, which is, is a great way to just write that off without having to explain it. Right. I don't know either. <laughs> it just happens. Um, you know, but like he wasn't super, super powered so much. He's like, he was just at one point, a very violent Viking, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like, I don't hate this. Like lore. Uh, Nicomund the red. I liked it a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, I think it plays well. Um, uh, he, uh, flies off. I mean, he, he's like chatting with like a mall Santa and there's, and like, there's wait, this wait, like wait. cheeky yeah. stuff of like, no, no, he I'm the like real forever. one, you yeah. know, whatever. Um, and he's complaining, doing the, like, maybe this is the last Christmas, right. whatever. Uh, and then, uh, he flies off, uh, leaving, leaving the roof, uh, and, uh, pukes on the bartender. And that's kind of what kick thing kicks things off. It definitely was like, Oh, this is the movie we're making. Right. Um, do you which, think, do you think that was the first scene written? No, but I, ooh, I think it was actually, I take that back. I think it might've been a like floating idea that somebody had. And then they just like threw it into yeah. like the, you know, like one of those things where like, they were like partway in developing some sort of violent movie. They're like, Oh, that Santa thing. <laughs> I could throw that in the front of here. And then the whole thing becomes going to puke on her. Right. I, I should say that I had fun with this movie. Yeah. Um, but this as an opening, I was a little bit like, Oh no. Like I, I'm into the like ultra violence, whatever the, for some reason, the gross out, like the vi- puke humor to me, I was like, Oh, is it, this is where I was like, I don't want to do the bad Santa thing of like, Oh, he's drunk all the time. Get it. Yeah. The weird thing was like, it, it was only like, I was fine with it until the puke. And it was like, that was like, it's just hacky. Like <laughs> you don't need to do it. Like sure. what I think would have been funnier, hundred percent funnier if he had had a can and she got hit with the can. Sure. Like a little, that I think would be funnier. Like first violent act. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um and then we are transported to greenwich connecticut yes uh where jason linda and trudy are going to uh gertrude's mansion well first jason gets picked up at what looks like the mall in washington dc right like in the middle of like he's just standing in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. waiting to be picked up and it's clearly winter, but it's not clearly Christmas aside from the one light post that he's standing next to has tinsel wrapped around it. And I was like, mm, funny set decoration. <laughs> I didn't notice. It, it's such a, well, it's, there's also weird things too, because like cities by and large don't decorate for Christmas and they always do this in Christmas movies where like, you know, New York is like decked out. It was like nowhere. Like it, like whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, this is uh, his mom. Yeah. Um, you immediately get the impression that something is going on because she has a massive mansion. I mean, shitloads of money, shitloads of money, security. There's a gate. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Uh, and um, you quickly meet the rest of the family right. there who are utterly deplorable, <laughs> but in a, uh, in a likable way. In my opinion. Yeah. Save for the influencer boy. I was immediately like <laughs> influencer boy was a little much for me. Yeah. Uh, influencer boy belonging to the um, alcoholic daughter. Yeah. And her boyfriend who is a sea level actor. <laughs> if that <laughs> claims to be big in China somewhere. Yes. <laughs> I, lo- I will say Asia somewhere. Asia. Yeah, somewhere. Sorry, yeah, I was going to say, Asia. I, was yeah, gonna say yeah. I think it was actually Asia somewhere. Yeah. Cause that she mentions that, that we went to Asia and we went Asia to somewhere. Asia. <laughs> uh, but I will say uh, one of the like, funnier things for me in this movie was his gift of the pitch deck. Yes. Made me very happy. Uh-huh. Uh, and, um, uh, there's tension here because everybody is vying for Gertrude's legacy yeah. money. Like power, essentially, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and well, and Jason like, doesn't give a shit. Well, it seems like Jason has been the favored forerunner for a long time. Yeah. And you kind of like get a lot of impressions very quickly that like he finally realized like, Oh, I give a shit about my family. And I'm right. losing my family because of my mom. I don't care. I'm done with all this. Right. Uh, Alva very much wants it. 
um, is like tossing elbows to see who is going to greet mom first. Uh, and in fact, has a son named Bertrude. That was it's pretty good. <laughs> for, it's just a silly Bertrude. good joke. Yeah. I mean, it's good because <laughs> because if I remember right, because uh, isn't their daughter a Gertrude? Gertrude. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and yeah, yeah. she's just like you named your daughter, and, and it was like it was such as like a build up, and then I didn't see the left hook. It was like you named your kid Bertrude, uh-huh. just like. <laughs> <laughs> I liked I liked how much fear. Gertrude's uh, character instilled yeah. in everybody. Beverly D'Angelo. Very awful character. Yeah. yeah. Like Be- Beverly D'Angelo is one of those people that always to me, like everything she plays and she has this like kind of sinister weight around her. Also cool to have like a matriarch mob boss. Yeah. With like no uh, dude yeah. around. Yeah. Um, adds to the badass. And she like holds it like she feels very much like she like her want like pacing back and forth and getting like snippets of that conversation like it's hacky te- like hacky words that she's but she's selling them in a way that like i was like i 100 believe that this woman is using those words right um <clears throat> trudy uh who is jason and linda's daughter yeah uh is like the most earnest character in yes this, right the little girl yeah by, de- by design she other than Santa is the main character to me. Yeah. I, I mean, her so. dad obviously plays a big role, but she's something. To, yeah. She's the center figure. And yeah. Um, and uh, her storyline is she's a kid who's excited about Christmas, but also her one true Christmas wish is that her parents would get back together. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Um, which is this recurring theme in this is the like, weird bonkers joke slapstick thing mixed with crazy intense violence mixed with crazy earnest Christmas film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, Oh, good. I liked it. Yeah. I think, I think it works. <laughs> like, I think, I, I think you like the earnest moments. Um, yeah, I not, not, I didn't like them in that they got like they hooked me. Right. Yeah. I liked the writers and the directors just leaning really hard into if there wasn't any violence and, you know, profa- profanity, this would basically be a magical like Disney. It'd be a ho- it, well, it'd be a, it'd be a ho- Hallmark movie. Like yeah. that's the, the thing is, is, like without any one of the elements, I don't think this works. Right. Like I think you need this like crazy, crazy saccharine Christmas movie. Sure. And you need the like the violence and the um the other thing I can't was the third leg of that soul. We just like the comedy. Remember. Yeah. The, yeah. Like you need those pieces to like keep it in tension. Otherwise it doesn't, I think it would just fall apart. I agree. It also makes it really like the pacing is like, Whoa, oh, it's, Whoa, yeah, Whoa. It's got some pacing. Um, because you get into these earnest moments that like kind of go on for a while and yeah. you lose yourself in the like, Oh, are we, are we in the clear now? Are we go- What's going on here? We're just talking about <laughs> Christmas miracles. <laughs> and the Mopey Santa, Mopey Santa moments also like there were some, there were some major, like if, if oh, my, yeah. my major gripe of this movie is editing pacing was, rough mm-hmm. it, i mean i think it pulled together sure but like and i don't think that it, it i i also agree i don't think that it would work if it was just the full throttle like right you know a battle axe movie um for 90 minutes um i think you do need those like punctuated moments but yeah i think some of those pieces of punctuation lasted a little longer than they needed to it's, like we don't need to by any of the earnestness for no. any reason aside from like understanding that it's a wink to the audience. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I actually think they were attempting yeah. to like pull our heartstrings a few times for real. I can't. Yeah. I couldn't tell if it was like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We're pulling your heartstrings or if it wasn't like an earnest <laughs> attempt at being earnest. I couldn't, I, I don't know what the, what the like intent intent wise because like we're both. Yeah. Like because it did, it did, on that level work for me, but just about the time I was going like, okay, this is like, I don't that then, you know, it'd be a fart joke or like, you know, some like, sure. Bur- or like bur- the Bertrude joke would drop or yeah, yeah, then, yeah. uh, you know, or then some of these start getting murdered very violently. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so Trudy is, um, given a walkie talkie, um, by her dad because yep. her dad fucked up and didn't 
take her to see Santa at the right. mall. Um, and so he scrambles and like improvs that like, oh, well, actually, here's this walkie talkie and you can talk to Santa directly. I will say I just like this is some like <laughs> given that we've been on this crazy tour watching a bunch of movies where we've had like corrections uh-huh. to people may, who make movies. Yeah. Um, I, this movie did like film school one one connections and set up things in a way that I think that like a lot of movies recently have been like failing horribly at like a lot of movies we've been seeing like there's like you did no like you didn't do the work in actually making like but like they they story give a story reason for him to run down to grab yeah. the 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 one walkie talkie found both left one mm-hmm. and gives you a, a reason for things to be in place and in every single place along it's like there are breadcrumbs just spr- sprinkled so that you know as soon as you see like oh Santa enters that the, the game room he's like oh that's how she he's gonna connect with Trudy or uh, there's like all of these and like all the Home Alone stuff that's coming but and- he gets a hold of a separate walkie talkie. It's not the other one. Oh, that's true. It's not the other one. Yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah. Like, I guess what I mean is like everything has story like connections. Right. And like, you know, them dropping early that she had just watched Home Alone and it's yes. like she loved it. Yep. Like she like these are these things that like I've been really angry on a lot of the movies we've been seeing recently where they haven't done the the work and actually story wise <laughs> setting these things up so that like like Joe it's it's just like the setup payoff, setup payoff, setup payoff. And like Tommy Workola did such a good job of that that it all of these other kind of things that weren't necessarily good or executed quite as well. Like it didn't matter because the story kept moving forward. I don't know. It, it was one of those things that like, I was so happy to see somebody like craft a movie correctly. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, um, there were a lot of really jarring moments for me in this movie. And I think that's like, I knew things were coming Mm-hmm. And they still had a pretty intense impact on me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that feels like movie making one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. Like those, like, I feel like you, you get some longevity out of these things that you can get numb to pretty quickly. Like I think you get numb to the violence pretty quickly, except that you have these things like with the star in the eye, like yep. it's brutal. But then as soon as they do the slow pan, like down the electrical cord, like, Oh my, like it just the, like the anxiety level just like shoots through the roof. It was like, I know exactly where this is going. Yeah. It was a very funny experience to watch with both of you because <laughs> John, despite bringing us here yes. to do this, I don't think saw a good um, chunk of the violence firsthand. You may have heard it. I think of, of about one third of it. I definitely closed my eyes. You're hiding from it. I, yeah. I saw a lot of you like crouched over a little bit to like oh, yeah. block out the view. Oh yeah. Uh, the and then wood, a lot of, a lot of Adam, go ahead. The wood chipper. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how we, how we yeah, want to yeah. like lay out this story, Perfect. but the, the wood chipper definitely got me and I, I had my head between my knees. Yeah. It's, uh, Adam likewise did a lot of the like those anticipated things of like, I know exactly what's going to happen. I don't need to see it. And I felt like such a demented little freak (laughs) because I was just sitting there like completely wide eyed, like, all right, give it to me. All right. Yeah. Uh, I was just like like hiding my eyes and cackling. (laughs) Yeah. That, that said, like the reason I am that way is because I watch so many like weird slasher and horror things where or like intentional like schlocky gross out stuff um that like i i am for better or worse fairly numb to this sort of thing right um but i i believe that tommy workola is also clearly so influenced by this sort of thing that he does know the like one extra way to like make something hit that even yeah. surprises someone like me who yeah you're the the christmas star thing was a perfect example like you know the there's going to be a punctuation the punctuation is the star wait no it's not it's plugged in he's going to and then like to leave this smoldering head on the screen for <laughs> that, so long that i think is that's yeah. that's like where it's like oh you've done this a few times yes it's like you're just gonna leave the thing yep. in frame i like that moment a lot yeah it's it, actually oh sorry go ahead nope go ahead well, I was gonna say it's not that dissimilar from Evil Dead where like uh where um 
Sam Raimi accidentally did a lot of those things really yep. well, where it's like, no, Tommy's done this. Ricola's done this so many times. I thought about the Evil Dead thing a lot, um, not only because it's the most recent like hyper violent thing that we watched, but also because of that same lingering thing, like um, the the zombie friend who's locked yes. in, the, yes. in the basement the entire time. And every single shot she's while stuff's just, going on, she's just there like <laughs> peeking out of the floor. Yeah. Like it had this, the yes. same sort of effect where there was just always like a lingering thing in the frame that was like, could I not see that for a moment? Yeah, just please? let, let it, <laughs> I mean, it just adds so much anxiety to the whole thing. Yep. Um, but yeah, like, so the gist is what happens. I guess we can just kind of like, forward a little bit is that John Leguizamo shows up and has, uh, has basically infiltrated the entire staff, uh, or the catering service catering. catering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, like a, a mercenary group that is going to try to hold them hostage. And it's not, do you find out pretty quickly what it's, what they're trying to get pretty quickly? Yeah. Um, they all have code names. His code name is Scrooge. Uh, there is $300 million locked in a safe, their personal vault. Yes. Uh, in the mansion. Um, he's going after it. Yeah. Uh, there, there is a bit of like extra exposition that is not needed where he goes on and on about how she got the money and why, and like the con government contract or whatever, where it's just like that. I mean, I, I think they're just trying to layer in. So like, I think what they're trying to do here is if you don't already have a predisposition for hating the rich, which I think <laughs> Nick and I kind of already have, I'm not going to lump, but like, there's already this, like you're rich. I, I already just did, like, I've added you to my evil list. John is rich. So right. you don't need Incredibly to lump rich. him. Yeah. Well, he wrote, it's been a while. <laughs> um, uh, but like, I think what they're trying to do is just like, no, this is a person who was like a war profiteering. Like they did, there was like steps and steps and steps of trying to like, no, no, this family is like corporate evil bad. Right. I, I, that's what I'm thinking. I think they're just trying to like lower, lowest common denominator. Like you cannot root for this family to be okay. Like you should be fine with the sister and the. <laughs> mom dying uh, <laughs> uh and uh as this is all being revealed santa has arrived drunk santa has arrived yeah i will say so there's this there was a joke at this point when santa arrives that i was kind of annoyed that they didn't stick the landing on because i feel like it would have been a really good joke and it's when they he lands on the the uh uh roof or whatever and he's walking towards the um fireplace and he's got like 20 feet in front of where the, the reindeer are and he steps in reindeer poop and then like yells at the reindeer there's functionally there's no way for the reindeer to have gotten like that's they've landed like they didn't go forward enough and it was like the joke is fine like the joke would have been great sure. probably, but it would have been better at the bar where he yeah yeah like something where it just was one of those things where or it introduces a second santa scenario oh okay <laughs> there's, take it back. there's more than one santa <laughs> That's how they get gets everywhere. I like, I just want to run with that as an idea for a movie. Yeah. yeah. Like we all think there's one Santa. No, there's no, no. actually 100 Santas zones and they're competing or they don't. Oh. And, and like, they don't like each other. They have, they have like, like territory. Ooh, yeah. Like this is my re my region. And then there's one, maybe the one that we focus on is the one that doesn't know that there are other Santas and he believes that he's the only one. It's like a combination <laughs> and of then comes across another one. Like what the fuck you're doing my job. Yeah. You know, or like, do you guys see oblivion? The Tom Cruise movie mm -hmm. oh parts of it but like I was say, it's like the oblivion thing where like they're all clones of each other and they don't know the other one exists and they accidentally like get into somebody else's mm. zone like oh my god <gasps> it's the same scenario. thing oh i like this santa as clones so there's they're actually just clones of santa of santa oh geez like elon musk has like found santa and cloned him did you did somebody say multiplicity I did. It's like the copy of the copy. You get like yeah, yeah. slightly dumber versions of, <laughs> of Santa. Yeah. Yeah. So, so oh, Santa, Australian Santa, <laughs> Santa arrives. Yeah. Right. And he immediately Pass gets roped into, well, he immediately gets drunk and passes out. Oh, right. And but then, then he gets roped into that first battle, which he's I, I, like, to a certain extent, I like that. He's like trying to like, no violence. I'm not trying to, I don't want to, you know, like he's, trying not to be roped into it. And I did like hide behind the tree was that, funny to me. Yeah. The, the fight in general around the Christmas tree was pretty silly. And <laughs> really I, I laughed pretty hard. I, I enjoyed the fighting with the string of lights in yes. this scene. Yeah. Uh, it's really uncomfortable. And like it, you're doing that thing where you're like that strand of lights has to snap soon. Right. right? Or like, <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Uh, and uh, it quickly gets out of hand. I mean, the dude has a gun and like right. Santa's attempting to like kind Just, of disarm him. And, right. You know, whatever. Not, not kill him. Right. Um, and then like actively trying to not kill him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but one of these moments that uh, has paid off yes. that you were talking about is we've noticed that there is this these like spiky um, like Christmas tree decorations right. um, outside. Uh, and he and this mercenary guy get tangled up in the lights uh, and fall backwards out the window. And I'm trying to, something happens. Oh no, he, like the guy gets knocked out the window and yes. Santa's then also tied. That's right. Because he's tied to him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, guy goes down and we're all like, oh, well he's going onto the spikes mm-hmm. and then you see Santa just get pulled out. Too. Yes. Uh, and then, so yeah, this is like Santa's first realization of like, oh, I've killed a person. Right. Well, cause he like, he gets up and you get the reveal, like yeah. as you're like panning up the spike that then like, oh, body halfway down. Yes, totally. Uh, it's a very Halloween. Death. Yes. <laughs> the, it's interesting to me how the fighting, the violence, it's Santa's just Santa interfacing with the bad people like slowly levels up. Yeah. Takes these steps to the point where you get to the, bar. we learn more about the lore, his backstory and like something about him, like holding the hammer yeah. connects him to his old self. And we just see the picture of him covered in blood and everything. Oh yeah. But I, I liked, and actually at first was really uncertain watching the, the, the first fight scenes, the first few thinking, like the Santa kind of sucks. Like he's, yeah. he's, he's like, I get that he's kind of likable, but he's really he's not. A superhero. not and, yeah. Right. Yeah. So he's you get the, the first two fight scenes are the like kind of unintentional, like he's trying to leave still. Yeah. Um, uh, there's that one. And then the one in the basement where he gets the walkie talkie. And then you start getting the reveals of like, as he's patching himself up, there's that crazy shot yeah. of when the he takes tattoos off. and stuff. And you're like, Oh, in slow motion. At yeah. One point, yeah. I think, yeah. Well, it was, and it was crazy. Like, I don't know why this, like, I like this so much, but like they were some of the best fake tattoos I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. Cause like they look, they look like real tattoos that had aged. Like oftentimes you get this like perfectly black, like the, like the tattoos that are not realistic to the way like, but those like, Oh, those just look like fucking old tattoos that this guy, <laughs> I don't know. It, and it's really like that, that slow mo reveal yeah. is really well lit. Yeah. Um, it's very cool. Um, and I, I do like the stupid jokes here where he's using the, what, I'm trying to, he's like, is it like a name tag from a Christmas pack? He's he uses using like wrapping paper. Wrapping paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. Um, so this is around, so he, he dispatches the dude in the basement. We got the Christmas star thing. That's also the scene with the, um, pool balls, uh, in the, like, <laughs> which is just like that sort of like blunt force, yeah. um, thing is really grating yeah um oh, it's weird i don't have a problem with that i have a pro like i have a problem with sharp things <laughs> that's funny yeah like like the star was like really bad huh. for me yeah yeah i don't know for some reason i have the like blunt force like striking it's into brutal. things is really gnarly um he gets the dude's walkie-talkie the mercenary's walkie-talkie and is like fumbling around with it and stumbles upon the channel that um trudy is using um and she i think is in boat still right uh no no she's she's in the yeah yeah like in the hostage situation in the living room right right, right. and she believes right because her dad told her that she has a direct line to santa and they set up nicely like he may not contact like talk back because he's busy so like but he will hear you yeah and then like suddenly Santa's talking back to her. Yeah. Do you guys remember being told that Santa didn't exist? Was it a thing for you? Did you know already? Yeah. I, we didn't grow up or I, my family didn't grow up with like Santa was uh, a con like, it was funny. Cause like all my packages were signed from Santa, uh-huh. but we knew that Santa was, didn't exist. It was just like a de facto thing. Like you knew that mom and dad were Santa. Yeah. And I mean, part of that is, I mean, I grew up religious, so Santa's blasphemy. Yeah, kind of, or blasphemy adjacent. <laughs> um, and I don't know if that's just a specific to <laughs> my, yeah. Cause like, it's not, he's, I think, I think that at least for, for Adventists, um, like there's like Santa is like B level, uh, compared to, uh, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, 
oh my God, like devil, like demon possession, devil possession. It's in that, it's in that realm. Like mag, anything magic, Harry Potter, Santa, all of this is uh-huh. in like, um, this is the gateway to demon possession is I think the, the, now there's your the movie. weight that's put on Santa, the I gateway to demon possession. I don't want to watch that movie. <laughs> I don't want to watch that movie. Uh, I, I, I don't think my family made a big deal out of it. Um, not, I don't remember. I mean, I definitely, we, we, when I was really little, we talked about Santa. Yeah. But like, in a, and in, left cookies and stuff. But did, were you aware that it wasn't real or is like, was this like a tradition you were following? But I think it was like that, a game? I think at a certain, age, like a younger age than some, probably like five, I knew that Santa wasn't real. But right. I don't really remember. I, but I don't think it was, I don't think it was like a, a tie um, to a religion, like satanic panic mm. type thing. So. Got it. I was in a grocery store with my mom, uh, and, it was like something that like for some reason dawned on me while at the grocery store <laughs> and among other people like, Oh no, with like little or kids, you lost your shit. I suddenly like very loudly asked my, like mom, Santa is not real or right. Or something like that. And the reason I knew was because immediately my mom like grabbed my wrist and was like, we will talk about this in the car. <laughs> Whoa. holy Just shit like, ah got it i all right crack Oops. the code <laughs> i don't remember it at all but apparently ruined some kids christmas yeah and piggly wiggly right there <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember it but apparently we had visited my grandparents like i think it must have been like a thanksgiving we know like black friday's like shopping and they had santa already set up and so i saw like santa was there doing like santa things you know you could sit on lap to the pictures the whole kissing thing kissing moms yeah kissing moms uh <laughs> knocking over third world countries. Um, and we then went like home and for some reason went to the, like my mom and I went with my mom to the, our local mall. Uh, like for, I don't remember why. And there was a Santa there, you know, just cause it was yeah whatever. And I asked my mom like, wait, how can Santa be in two places at once? And she's like, and it, she said that that was kind of the, uh, where she just didn't lie. She's like, well, it's cause Santa's a, it's not real. We pretend because it's mm. fun. And I apparently just went, Oh, okay. I, this is precognition for me. So I don't know at what age that sure. was, but that also tracks with Adam brain. Just like, yeah. okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Um, uh, so yeah, Trudy believes, which is important. Yes. Believing is important in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, shit's going down in the hostage situation. Things are getting more intense. Yeah. Um, they're starting to make threats to the family. Um, and Trudy gets out. She runs to the attic, the finger. And then can we talk about the finger? In the oh nutcracker? yeah. In the, in the what? The nutcracker. Oh, right, 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 right. Because it, that's when it, it got more real for me. It that got, was pretty intense. That was brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, they take Jason's finger, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They start there. They need to know. Wait, is that later? Because they had cracked the safe and they, found it no what information are they trying to get i think they're trying to get something for the safe maybe i think it's still they're still trying to get something for the safe um and they like randomly pick like okay it's gonna be you and the family's doing the like like no no, take take, take that one yeah um and uh so yeah uh mom has a impressive nutcracker collection above the fireplace right um and they go for it uh do the finger thing and then they're like oh like you're not giving still not giving us the information that we need here's a giant one right next to the fireplace we're gonna put your dick dick in in it. it um I th- I remember sitting in the theater. I was actually afraid that they were going to stick his penis yeah, yeah, in the sure. nutcracker. I, I actually yeah. felt fear. Me too. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long time <laughs> yeah. in a well, theater since I was actually afraid of a movie doing something. Well, I think part of it is like there were certain certain things in this movie where they at that point they were like, oh, you're there may not be rules or conventions that you're sticking to. Right. Yes. And that may be. I totally agree with you that I, so that sense of chaos, I actually really appreciated yeah. about this film. And I think I've seen other hyper violent, ultra violent movies where the violence felt really dark in a, in a like oppressive manner, mm-hmm. but this just felt funny. Yeah. I mean that, sure. that pe- the nutcracker scene wasn't funny t- to me. <laughs> the thought of him getting his penis chopped off in a nutcracker was too much. No, but, but this is closer to like watching Jackass. 
Yes. To me, it was like a roller coaster. Yeah. I felt a similar feeling to when yeah. um, I see a giant, <laughs> you know, like descent yeah. in a roller coaster. And I think, oh, well, we're going there. And it's kind of fun. Yeah. That's yeah. how I felt. So. Yeah. And uh, Krampus, a Harvey Keitel type. Uh, <laughs> is I think like the <laughs> wait the movie Krampus or the fictional character Krampus the the henchman Krampus oh right right, right, right. The, he, he he brings in a lot of that chaos he's yeah. a sociopath yeah. yeah 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 or psychopath I thought he looked a lot like Harvey Keitel he did I would not disagree with that <laughs> I, I yeah I hadn't really thought about it a lot, he, a lot more hair than Harvey usually has I feel like that guy had a lot of fun playing yes that yes character. he did like he yes was he having did fun. really sold it yeah. uh. He, as a side note, is eventually brutally killed by the family um, with various <laughs> fireplace like, implements. Stop, yeah, Poker, just, fire pokers. pokers yeah, yeah. Just beat the I, shit out of him. I loved that scene. <laughs> it was there. I will say this movie did an amazing also did an amazing job of like getting you on board with some incredibly violent things. Like, totally. Just like, yep. It, and also selling it like that death is like this weird bonding, like family yeah. bonding thing that yeah, happens. They're like, well, yes. they're not, they're, like they're, they're roasting not marshmallows. Yeah. Yes. Or they're like somehow not as shitty as they were before uh-huh. because they're grouping together to murder this man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's Christmas magic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and that's why we get the information too, because he's forcing the, like while they're waiting for the safe to open, right. He's forcing the family to open their gifts in front of each other. Right. Um, and that's uh, one of the other seeds that planted that's planted with the audience is that Jason at some point has mentioned, like I'm getting out of the family tonight. Yeah. Um, and then his card is an important facet of that. Yep. And that's one of the things that like is immediately brought out like, Oh, well, why don't you give your present to yeah. mom? Right. No, no, and no, he's no, like, you don't have to look at the card. You don't have to look at the card. So we know that that's the thing that's that like, Oh, important. he's announcing that he's out of here. Yeah. Um, can ahead. I say <laughs> that? Can, can I jump to the money? Yes. Yeah. Um, Jason's character, like stealing the money felt incongruent. I to agree. Me. And I feel like they could have just left that out because he, he, it's funny because he, he, he had the look of a likable character, but he really wasn't likable in any way. And the money thing felt. I kind of ruined it a little bit. Yeah, it definitely. I, 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 I didn't like that decision. I think that there's more of a, the, the long game there is a weird question mark to me because it's, it seems crazy and heretical in this tight little crime family to be like, I'm out. I don't want any more of this. And that just be it. Like that seems like enough stakes to put on the table of like possibly a thing that you can't get out of, even if you just want it really badly. Yeah. But adding on, I'm also taking $300 million or whatever. Yeah. It's like, n- and no. expecting that like somehow your, your psychopath mom is not going to find you. And also right. putting it right outside in a bunch of hay bales. Yes. Right. Like there was, there was that it was, it's kind of interesting. Cause like, again, if I was going to rewrite this thing, cause that's what I like to do here. Uh, I would make it so that the money was still gone. They get in their money's gone. And it's because like the family's like, it's essentially like mom, it, not everything is perfect. And like the, the, the business isn't, you know what I mean? That's what I thought was yeah. happening. And I liked that narrative yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just like, you don't have them and like you lose the one gimmick later when they have to use the money for the fire. Right. That's sure. the only thing you lose. Yeah. And <laughs> well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So we, we make a jump from like, they, they crack the safe, they open the safe no, and there's no money there. Yeah. And that's when I feel like this movie takes a step up yeah in every way uh we also i think it's important to um develop the scrooge character a bit which happens when they find and capture santa and john leguizamo goes on his thing about before after the barn that's before okay yeah so he gets out and then the barn happens yeah 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 so he's got some christmas (laughs) christmas trauma yeah Yeah. which mm. again you don't really need the like you can just have like i'm a rival mercenary or you know other mafia guy who wants this stuff but there is like a personal santa thing (laughs) it felt i don't know if i can put i don't know if i can really connect my thoughts here but like it felt almost like in spite of maybe some of the content of his trauma it felt a little bit more christmas movie magic-y yeah totally like the bad guy in the Santa Claus, yeah, you know, 
Yeah. Just being really angry because Christmas never turned out. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, I just, there was part of it. There's like, I I really liked the two henchmen who like just full on believed at that point. Like after it's like, no, no, that's fucking Santa. Gingerbread and candy cane. Yeah. Gingerbread and candy cane. I would have liked it for, for through the, the rest of the movie. Uh, until the very, very end of Scrooge was just, uh, just didn't believe. Yeah. Like he was skeptical. Didn't see Santa disappear up the, like, you know, he gets like, where the, like he steps out for a phone call or whatever. And then like, he comes back and like, where's Santa go? Like he went up the fucking chimney. And and he's like, no, he didn't. Where the fuck? Like, don't fuck around. Where'd he go? That whatever. Instead of him being in denial. Yeah. And have like, I, I I didn't need his backstory. Like this, like I was like, yeah, it's like, I just wanted his their stuff. Um, you also, before we get to the knowing where the money is, you also get the, um, that we're on a timer here with not just the safe opening, right. but there's also a kill squad, kill squad. coming on their way. Um, and I like this turn by the way. That's like the fails. I, I did too. I, uh, it was not something that I saw coming. Um, I thought there was going to be some like mercenary shootout action. Yeah. Um, and I was actually really sad when they killed the boyfriend. Oh, oh really? man, Morgan. Yeah. Has like one of the best exits. I fuck his, <laughs> like, the, like the, the, like they set him up. Like he's going to be fucking hero. And he bails. Yeah. He bails <laughs> just, just, just a weird slide on the back of the couch and then out the window. <laughs> and then as the kill squad is approaching, he's just like, Oh thank God. Oh my gosh. And yeah. it's like explaining what's happening. And then kaboom. Yeah. He's gone. Yep. Um, the other thing I, I want to mention before we forget is I think around this time we start to Santa starts to pull out his Na- naughty list. Yeah. Scroll, uh-huh. which is like a digital, it's like a, like a touch screen, or right? Magic, something magic scroll. And it, that was a, I don't know how I I'm undecided whether or not I like that or not. I kind of just kind of like s- a gimmicky way of like giving us a little bit more information as to how awful or good certain characters. I would have liked were. like a Pulp Fiction thing where like you see him open it, but you always see it in the backside. You never see what's on it. That I would have preferred like just him do like the exposition going like, Hmm, naughty, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like never. Cause I, I think seeing the, the, the text on it, like lost like all the weird, like attributes or whatever. Right. Right. Like Scrooge just like, like killed his brother. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, so yeah, so uh, the kill oh, Trudy, squad. Trudy at this point is also up in the attic. She's yes, gotten away in the in the chaos. She has fled to the attic with the walkie-talkie still, yeah. and Santa's kind of like instructing her, like, "Okay, you stay safe," you know, like whatever. And she begins to like. She, this is also when she does the snow thing. Yes, and it becomes like, uh, oh, we're starting to like seed the, the Home Alone stuff. Yeah, the home homage, the homage. Yeah, homage. How do you say that? Homage. 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 Yeah. Uh, and at this point, Santa. Home, then, al- home, home alone. Home. Homage alone. Oh, oh no. Keep we going. Broke John. <laughs> oh, hey, we can, maybe we can get away while he's broken. <laughs> you, know, um, you can't get away. Jeez. Oh, uh, he then like Santa. I feel like there's a series of Pratt falls off the roof. Doesn't he, doesn't he get off the, somehow he gets off the roof because he went up the, the, the thing. He kind of just like jumps down because there's like giant snow banks right. on the side of the house. That's and he right. just like Oof. oofs off. But then like he books it towards the, uh, the, uh, what do you shed. call it? The shed. Yep. And you see the mercenary, the, like the mercenary group that killed uh, the boyfriend shows up and like basically is going to go take care of. And they've like got all the gear. They've tracked him. They know where he is. They they're shooting at him on the roof. We've at this point, we've gotten the flashback of the Nickham and the red thing. Yep. Uh, we know his Viking past. We know about his like trusty hammer, yep. the whole thing. Um, and as soon as the man walks into the shed, you know yeah, I, that he's finding a hammer. I've, I, I, it, it happens at like, like a couple minutes into it, but then there's like, you know, like spotlight on yep. just a sledgehammer. <laughs> this like incredibly vacuous shed with yeah. like multiple rooms. Yes, and like it goes horse forever. Stalls? <laughs> I think it's like yeah. horse stalls. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, yeah, could it's be a giant estate. Could be. Um, but the I will say this was this scene was what I was expecting from the rest of the movie. And this is I mean, we're three quarters of the way in. Yeah. This is when I was like, all right, yeah. here we go. This was like very this was the John Wicky like action which anyway and yeah so you get this like mercenary team who's just going in like one after one you know and uh it's just red shirt guys getting the (laughs) shit kicked out of them yes uh and brutally brutally murdered brutally murdered yes 
brutal. Not just the shit kicked out of yeah. them. They, they're like, and really well choreographed. Yeah. Like the fights in here, the like yeah. extra low light. Yeah. Um, but like the, like the kicks up, slam down, like good use of slow-mo. Yep. Um, I, this is easily my favorite like sequence in, in the movie. This led to the death. One of the deaths that the brutal, brutalist death. got me the most, which was the wood chipper. Yeah. Uh, oh, well it's the, uh, it's a snowplow, isn't it? Is that what I mean, it, is? it functionally does the same thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Whatever it is, it's got these rotating right. blades. Yes. And yep. what does he throw? I'm trying to think what he lassos him with. Uh, just a rope or I think, yeah, there's just like rope or, or something. It's something. And then he like throws the end in and it's one of those like, well, that guy's gone. Yeah. He's like, they're dragging like partially unconscious people into the, the grinder. <laughs> really intense. Yeah. Some Fargo action. Lots of, again, it's, it is still for me, the like weird blunt force things that get me because oh, when he those leaves, hammers. there's the hammer stuff, but then also, yeah, like there are the scenes where like somebody has a leg propped on something and the hammer goes like, <laughs> yeah, bends the knee backward no. or something. Well, it's relatable. Me like, <laughs> it's, it's on the, well, and it's, okay. Let, let, me, right now. let me back that up a bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't so know what there is. I remember seeing an article talking about how misery it, the reason misery is scarier than like a lot of slasher movies is because you can conceive of the pain of like the sledgehammer woodblock hit and compared to like, you don't know what like, like, like you're kind of, your brain kind of like browns out when it comes to like chainsaws going through your guts. Like that's just not something that you can like, sure you can like yeah, yeah, conceive yeah. of really, but like we have enough of a awareness of, I know what it's like to hit something, hit my leg hard with something. And I think that that's why it's like you get, you get, I can conceive of what would feel like, you know, the reason that those injuries in movies get me is because I've seen similar injuries in sports. Right. Oh yeah. Where like a basketball player yep. comes down and, and their breaks. leg breaks. In right. Half. Yes. That, and that's, it actually makes me queasy. Oh yeah. Of, totally. About it. So yeah, those were the, those were definitely moments where I was looking away and plugging my ears. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, brutal it is also so the the punctuation on the shed scene yeah. is there's the one guy that's still outside right. who has like all this like digital like finder shit right and he's like trying to bail on one of the snowmobiles and santa gets a hold like in grappling with him of like a grenade right tucks it into like all of his gear and then starts walking away yeah. and then does the like oh, i kind of want to watch well no because the, the line is like <laughs> well i gotta look yeah <laughs> <laughs> a really great punctuation he, to end that, that guy just blows oh, he's gone smithereen he's yeah. just gone <laughs> yep um meanwhile uh we have the other like enjoyable uh violent uh <laughs> just cavalcade oh, the best the other best scene the it, home alone scene happening in the attic it it actually is one of my one of the favorite one of my favorite scenes i've seen in a movie in a long time yeah i laughed so I, I did too, but also the tar when I had to look away the worst was when he he back onto the poor so old. Can we talk bread. about this a little bit? Like yes. So clearly we've got what are their names? Gingerbread and Candy Cane. They're in they've figured out where and the little is, girl's yeah. name is Trudy. Trudy. She's up in the attic and she's seen Home Alone. And so she's basically thinking, I'm gonna create booby traps yeah. like Kevin. Yep. And, and like some cla and the ones the first ones are just classic Kevin. Yeah, exactly. And that I loved that. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, like she's the nail on the stairs. Yeah. And like. I also like how one of the characters even even says to her, you know, you you have to make sure we can't see the booby trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like eye about like, oh, here's the thumbtacks or yes. whatever. Great. Yeah. It's and like that, is it nails and glass and stuff in yeah, like yeah. on like a Just like a welcome right at mat. The, yeah, but at he, the bottom of the stairs. Steps, yeah. Steps on one of the higher steps in the ladder, which she sawed in half. Which that I, the thing is like because you, you see the camera like they started like his face when he's looking at the nail, mm -hmm. and then you see like it, pans. and he's also snarky about that. He's yeah. like. Yeah. Okay. Like he registers that the nail's there. And okay. It, easy to avoid. It pans down and you see him about to step on the side. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It was so bad. And <laughs> to explain to the listeners, you know, he, he, he breaks through the ladder. He and breaks through the ladder. Down like but his, foot. like, his, the tip of his shoe is what like hits the step that the nail is on. He misses the nail, but then is falling down on the ladder, which is tilted out just enough that as he's falling, that nail goes straight it through his chin. chin. Okay. Ah! And this, my favorite part of the movie, ah! hands down, is when the other bad, I don't remember her name. <laughs> Candy cane. She like turns around and looks and then goes, oh, 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 
<laughs> like like she like she throws up because of how gross it is. And I I thought that was a really nice touch. Yeah. yeah. And then, so she then basically, if I remember it, walks o- like climbs over him and like in fact like pushes like on, on his, his head. head to like hoist herself <laughs> up the stairs. Yes. And then I think immediately gets hit in the face with a bowling ball. Okay, no that No. So she that's one of the things where like it's easy for her to oh, avoid. That's right. But there's an endless supply of bowling, bowling balls, balls in in the so, attic. So funny to me. Uh, and they're being rolled at this woman, and yeah. she's like just kind of stepping around them. Right. Meanwhile, your guy is still stuck, stuck on the ladder, yeah. and these bowling balls are just dong, down. Dong, 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 dong. <laughs> yeah, dude. that really that really got me. And uh, when she she takes a bowling ball to the crotch. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Yeah, totally. I shouldn't have laughed as hard as no, I did. I, but I'm so with funny. you. Well, it was cathartic because at this point it was just pure like slapstick comedy. Yes, totally. And then she avoids one of them as he's getting out of the nail. Yes. And sticks his heads up and takes one to the face, which knocks him back onto the mat. Which is a pile of nails. Yeah. Yep. And like and I, it, it was and it was the peeling off of like just like. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah. rough. Which simultaneously, uh, simultaneously, Candy Cane is avoiding the like glue trap that she's set in the attic, right? Uh, and she just like steps out of her combat boots, which uh, for some reason I, I thought was hilarious. Yep, don't do that. <laughs> um, and uh, then you have uh, uh, Trudy is like cornered. Basically, things are not looking good Great, for yeah. her. Um, and this is when Santa comes in for the rescue and death of candy cane yeah how does he what did they do for how did he he kills her with the hammer just like yeah. just brains her right yeah yeah okay um uh there's a little bit of christmas magic talk oh well and he mm. he does the like um earmuffs thing like oh right you know uh, close your eyes turn around close your eyes and, and sing jingle, jingle bells, bells. <laughs> that's right yeah um uh and so now um the rest of, like up until <clears throat> like nothing there's a lot of like kind of bullshit things, but they basically run outside. Like everybody's outside to get the, the money. Yes. We know where the, like the, I don't, this totally. Part, I, I, we know where the money is. And this to me, after the shed and home alone scenes, yeah. I don't, I don't need the chase scene, no. um, which doesn't have any of the, like either like crazy violent stuff, funny stuff. This serves There's as one. just a weird, like action sequence yeah. that no, seems the, almost out of place. You could skip the chase. <laughs> Like just skip them and like have it like be not that far away where they end it. Cause like I like the final fight. Sure. Um, well the final move of the final fight is yes. what I really like. Yeah. Yeah. The, the rest of the fight I can whatever liver. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so the mercenary squad is basically getting away with the duffel bags of money on these snowmobiles. Right. Uh, part of the family is like taking out remaining mercenaries. They're bonding over killing people. Yeah. Uh, oh, and this is what, I mean, they did, they do like curb stomp and, yes. and, poker the uh Krampus to death uh yeah um Santa grabs um like a uh saucer slid or something and and chases them down on foot chases them down on foot slides down grabs one of the um dudes off of uh one of the snowmobiles then is chasing John Leguizamo who's basically the last man standing it seems um to like a we a weird like and burned house. out yeah house an outbuilding oh, no yeah. it's it's got to be it's a house because it has a chimney yes that's the only like right um and so yeah you have the um more of the like John Leguizamo exposition about him not you know right. not believing in Santa bad Christmas bad, bad Christmas whatever and that now he was he's gonna be the reason why Christmas ends for everyone yeah. Eh. Um, and things are not looking good for Santa, um, uh, until, uh, he gets John Leguizamo near the like burned out chimney. Um, and he's been trying to like his magical powers have been like coming on and off. Yeah. Um, and he, he, uh, twinkles his nose as he's holding on to, uh, John Leguizamo takes him with him up through the chimney yeah, except santa turns to, except <laughs> to gold dust or whatever and john leguizamo does not no and just rains carnage <laughs> eviscerates this human being yeah, I, I loved that it was such a good like yeah that that's the end of this movie right uh Except for the like main mercenary is also still alive. So as Santa is like 
partying on top yeah. of the uh, chimney. Um, he gets shot. Yeah. Dead. Yep. Uh, and here's where we get the last bit of Christmas. Hallmark movie um, with the believes. family uh, needing to believe in Santa to revive and, war- him. and warm him up and warm him up that's the other weird thing which it was like i know there are literal fires burning everywhere yes. that's what's illuminating everybody's faces i and know they're like we need to burn something for warmth it's like just take them to the one of the things that's and this burning. is the thing i think you could remove the ent- entire money in the haystacks thing and this movie would be better probably like you know just like because like the nativity fight scene there were some funny moments in there too though no there was I, i'm fine with the nativity fight scene but i think it could just be like scrambling to get away you yeah. could just do the same fights. Yeah. The, Cause there's also the bonding moment between husband and wife where they get together yes. when they're fighting the one mercenary who's right. kicking their ass, which and Trudy notices. And it's, it's right. the, like, uh, Santa, yeah, Santa did it. Woo. And then and the thing that we did forget to mention is uh, because of a gunshot, um, the reindeer, the reindeer ran out. away yes. early, earlier in the movie. So that Santa uh, was left alone. Um, but now they're back. Oh, it's Santa's uh, magic. What do you call it? Sack. Which mm-hmm. you is you basically just pull into like pocket dimension and pull out gifts. The Mary Poppins bag. Yeah. Um it gets destroyed. And so right. the when the reindeer show back up, they brought his back up mm-hmm. um and like a sexy note from Mrs. Claus or something like that. <laughs> right. Which Who I will been s- happily married to for eleven hundred years. Which I will say because like there's been the, they didn't do like it was it's weird thing that they didn't hit enough for it to be like that he and Mrs. Claus were having marital problems. Like they kind of like hinted at it but didn't really like yeah, yeah, flesh yeah. it out. Right. I would have liked if they pushed that a little bit more. And the uh, mid credit scene wasn't the fucking influencer kid. It would have been him coming home to sexy San- uh, <laughs> Mrs. Claus. That's what I think would have been funnier. Well, uh, there is supposedly a sequel being made that involves. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that involves a Mrs. Claus uh, and the North Pole and elves. Um, like a labor striking situation rumored at this point to be Charlize Theron. I mean, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and that's pretty much this movie. Yeah. It's fine. Like I said, I had, I had a lot of fun watching it with you. It was like, it was a very fun movie going experience. If some Christmas in the future, I may watch it again. Maybe. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Um, John will not. (laughs) I don't think I will. Yeah. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, it is just a movie about Santa kicking the shit out of a bunch of people. No, brutally murdering them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's more accurate. Yes. It's, it's not. A, he doesn't beat them up. No, he he. The first the first one he beats up and accidentally kills. Sure. After that, it's just murder. I also n- noticed. I've I've taken a, a minute to while we are in the present day. Yeah. Look at my phone. There is also apparently another Killer Santa Claus movie uh, really? being released, or maybe it's out. Um, which I think is pretty wild to have just like back-to-back release weekends of killer santas this other one uh santa is a robot though robot santa robot santa murder killing spree that feels like one too many things i could get in i could get into the lore of why santa is a robot Mm -hmm. that feels like science fiction and i'm pretty I'm, i'm into that sure it just seems like a lot to me i santa it is i see <laughs> um so john yes w- could we just stay here yeah no of course not oh there are things to do i kind of thought that maybe your christmas gift right. to us was like i'm bringing you home merry christmas <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know me at all oh no adam merry christmas well he wasn't lying we did not get to stay in 2022 i mean that was inevitable i guess where where are we it's uh just after the new year oh january 28th i guess i would say that's just after right i mean comparatively (laughs) yeah after the new year yeah but that's not a good time no good movies come out in end of january well, how does 1984 grab you? Uh, it's not a good year for books. Or I guess it is a good year for books. <laughs> I, you know what I mean.
This concludes today's adventure. None of This Is Real is brought to you by Adam Farnsworth, Nick Rennes, and a sentient time machine. Our theme song, 21st Century Coyote, and our outro music, Pirates of the Known Dinghy, were written and performed by John Van Dusen. Visit noneofthisisreal.com for more information on the podcast. Also, follow at N-O-T-I-R pod on Instagram and Twitter. That's N-O-T-I-R-P-O-D. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and anywhere fine podcasts are sold. Podcasts, it's radio for millennials. Our behind-the-scenes podcast, Some of This is Real, is available exclusively by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash N-O-T-I-R pod. Thank you for listening, and remember, none of this is real. Sonic Bazaar.